What's going on, everybody? This is just another critic. Regular season is over, and this week we're heading into the conference championships. Um, before I go ahead and talk about the two matchups I'm going to be covering, um, because three out of the five I really think should have no problem coming out with the win. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But just going to go ahead and review last week's predictions. I went over the OU-West Virginia game. I actually had West Virginia winning that game 51-45. Obviously, Oklahoma beat them out by three. And the funny thing is that Oklahoma defense, worst defense in the nation, is actually responsible for that win with two turnovers, which turned into touchdowns. Uh, moving along, the Washington versus Washington State game. I had the Huskies beating Washington State 27-24. to um, Washington did go ahead and beat go ahead and beat them um, in a similar fashion, and then we covered the Auburn Alabama game, and Bama covered. Uh, final score I had was forty eight seventeen. Obviously, Bama went ahead and won that game, and then the last game was the Michigan versus Ohio State game, which in where I had Ohio State winning thirty one to twenty. I did see Ohio State winning, but not in the fashion that they won. So. Um, out of the four games covered, got four out of, uh, three out of four, correct. But moving into this week, obviously it's conference championship week. I think the Ohio State Northwestern game, Ohio State should have no issue, uh, beating Northwestern. I think Northwestern has the possibility of making it a close game. Um, but Ohio State just on paper, purely just out talents them, out stars them. Um, recruits wise, obviously. And then we've got Clemson taking on Pitt. Clemson should be able to walk through Pitt and Utah versus Washington. That game really has zero implications other than they're kind of just playing for a bowl game. So um, other than that, which means the two games that I'm going to be covering today, first, Alabama taking on Georgia. And really, we're starting here with the biggest matchup of the weekend, a rematch of the national championship of last year. And this is the SEC championship game, baby. It's it's really um, pretty much decided who wins the national championship or who's in the college football playoff throughout the past, you know, four or five years since the playoffs have been around. Um, statistically, these teams are pretty much identical. Both balanced on offense, got a great run game. Um, both have, you know, great quarterbacks. Um, and defensively, both have had pretty good seasons. Now, when it comes down to the running backs, I would have to give, you know, Georgia a slight edge over Alabama with Holyfield and DeAndre Swift. Um, not saying that Alabama's running backs aren't great. Obviously, they're phenomenal five-star players and they're going to go to the NFL. Um, but I just think that, um, Holyfield and DeAndre Swift, they're just a little bit more dynamic. Um, and Georgia, man, they always they always have solid running backs in their stable. So um, defensively, I would have to give Bama a slight edge over Georgia. That's just because up front, they're, they're just complete animals. Um, even after they send guys to the draft, they just know how to bring and develop players up front. Um, who continue to go to the draft. And I think they've got a few guys up front this year that are probably going to head to the draft as well. Now, obviously, in the most important position on the field, the quarterback position, the majority, including myself, would have to give the edge to Alabama with, you know, Tua Tagovailoa. He's already got a national championship under his belt, and he's got 
12 games under his belt this year. So he's coming in with a lot more confidence. He's more cool, calm, collective, even though he was since the, you know, since his first real uh, game time minutes in that national championship game. But man, if, if Georgia has any chance at winning this game, obviously it's going to start at the line of scrimmage. And more specifically, they're going to have to have really good success on the ground. And what I mean by that is ultimately they're going to have control of the clock. And the, the key is really going to be churning out six to eight minute drives. And if they try to get into a shootout with Alabama, that game plan is just going to send them on their way out of the college football playoffs. So basically what I'm saying here is they can control the clock, you know, milk the clock, turn their drives into six to eight minute drives and turn this into one of those games that is not high scoring. It's slow and it's it's methodical drives. Um, that's that's where I see them having success if they have a chance at winning this game. Um, but like I said, if they try and get into a shootout with Alabama, Alabama just has so much firepower. I'm not saying that Alabama doesn't. I'm just saying that's that's kind of been Alabama's MO this year. They can put up the points. Um, but if Georgia can slow down the tempo, slow down the game, um, keep Bama's defense on the field and tire them out, I think that's their, that's going to be their best opportunity um, winning this game. Um, but ultimately, I believe, you know, Alabama's offense is nearly unstoppable. Of course, there's going to be moments of opportunity for Georgia to slow down Alabama, um, to, to, you know, to turn, basically force some turnovers from Alabama because Tua is a great quarterback, but he's not perfect. We've seen that. Um, he's going to try and force some balls in there, and that's where Georgia's got to step up and either try and make a play or, you know, force something. Or if he doesn't make those mistakes, force force him to to try and make something happen that he's not typically doing. Um, but really, in my opinion, I believe, you know, Alabama has faced the best secondary in that game versus LSU and one of the best pass rushes already when they played Mississippi State. So really, they should be ready for just about anything Georgia throws at them. Um, ultimately, my final score, I have Alabama winning this game 38-24. to 24. Uh, Once again, Alabama wins 38-24. to 24. The second matchup that I want to talk about is the OU-Texas game. Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner taking on UT, Longhorns, Texas. Um, and what can I really say that we don't already know about these two teams? You know, Oklahoma elite high-powered offense, dual-threat quarterback in Kyler Murray uh, with big play guys at the skilled positions. Uh, however, the flip side is that they also have the worst defense in the Power Five, really. Um, Texas, on the other hand, has been good on offense with Sam Ellinger uh, leading the way. He's, he's a pretty dynamic um, quarterback. He's kind of a power quarterback in a way. They drop a lot of plays for him to run the ball. Um, and with some help from the defense in the first matchup, um, you know, they're allowing around 25 points per game, which is pretty decent for a Big 12 team. Um, but truthfully, you don't need to have a potent offense against this Oklahoma defense. You don't need to have, you know, the crazy athletes, guys at skilled positions. Um, you know, look at Kansas, for instance, who freaking hung 40 on Oklahoma. And many people think that Oklahoma is going to avenge their loss versus Texas. But man, I don't know. My gut's telling me I just don't see that happening. 
I think Texas, you know, they put together a solid game plan for Oklahoma in the first one, and they would have won by, you know, around two, three touchdowns if they kind of they didn't give up those late scores. Um, and really, I think this game's going to come down to defense. And what I've seen on a week-to-week basis is that Oklahoma just can't figure it out on defense. And I have to choose the better defense in this matchup. So my final score, Texas wins 45 to 38. Texas wins 45 to 38. And in that case, that would obviously kick Oklahoma out of the college football playoff, uh, you know, fourth spot, which would likely either push Ohio State into that spot, depending on how Georgia loses to Alabama if they lose. Um, There's a whole lot of chaos that can happen. Um, But really, the crazy thing is if UCF wins in convincing fashion, it could really make things interesting depending on how the other games go. If Oklahoma loses, they would be out. Ohio State has the possibility of losing. They would be out. And that would force a possibility of an open spot for a team like UCF. Obviously, it's unlikely because they lost McKenzie Milton. Um, but that would be one interesting thing to see how the committee would handle that in that situation. Uh, with that being said, guys, I appreciate you guys watching. I appreciate you tuning in. If you're on my podcast, this is just another critic. If you have a comment, if I miss something, drop it in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter, whatever it may be. Um, always love hearing from you guys. But with that being said, this is just another critic signing off. You guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.